0: Hello, my sweet friend. How are you doing this wonderful morning? I'm so happy that you could meet me up here at this new and dainty coffee house. I think it's super cute. I love the greenery, I know you do too. And um, yeah, I'm just really grateful you took out the time to talk with me and chat with me over a cup of coffee. This morning, I did wanna tell you about this little someone special. Um, my husband, Danny, I have been asked in the past by many people, so I'm sharing it with you, the answer, but I've been asked, how did you know Danny was the one? And honestly, (sighs) oh my goodness. Well, you know what? We won't start there. I gotta tell you how we met first. Before I even do that, I'm gonna explain something real quick. I don't know if you've noticed, but on my Instagram bio, my pers- on my personal account, um, I put I'm married to Mahogany Teakwood, and that in itself has its own little story, but when Danny and I first started dating, uh, not a lot of people knew, aka my parents. Whoops, I don't recommend doing that because, <laughs> yeah, just don't be secretive, but um I guess we weren't really official I just really really liked him and he really really liked me and it became more official once he came to speak to my parents but I didn't want anyone to know that I was talking to someone I really liked because I didn't want to be bothered or teased or whatever by my siblings or my parents so I changed his name his contact name and At first, it was like Mordecai because uh, he gave me his super long extended name and that was like part of it and I thought, oh that sounds like a first name so I'll switch it to that. But then I switched it to Mahogany because I believe, if I remember correctly, he had told me that his favorite scent was Mahogany Teakwood from Bath and Body Works. And um, then I just changed his name to Mahogany Teakwood on my phone because I felt like that was secretive enough and it was like a little disguise so in order to keep that I just put that in my bio mahogany teakwood I think because that to me solidified our relationship you know and yeah it's been there ever since when we started dating I put I like mahogany teakwood Then, eventually, before we got engaged, I put I'm in love with Mahogany Teakwood. And then, when we were engaged, I put I'm engaged to Mahogany Teakwood and now I'm married, too. And I've thought about uh, switching it out, you know, switching up the bio, making it a little, little, I don't know, different than it has been for the past three years. But, honestly, there's just some type of emotional attachment to that. That I really, really don't want to switch it. So yeah, I really wanted to explain that because um, I've never actually been asked that before, except in very specific situations where I'm with a friend and we just so happen to be on my Instagram, uh, or they ask me about it just up front. Like I, you know, I've always wondered this, but um, yeah, I thought I would start with start with that because it is pretty cool, like to to explain it finally to a somewhat large, larger group of people. But yeah, that's Mahogany Teakwood, my Mahogany Teakwood. Um, I find that scent very nostalgic. Now, Danny doesn't use that same scent anymore. I mean, I never really think he did. I think he used more for uh, the scent of his room. But yeah, Mahogany Teakwood. Yeah. Anyways, I know that you probably want to know how we met if you don't know the story already and i'm so sorry if you do i'm going to talk your little ears off but i'm just going to do a quick rundown of how we met um danny and i were part of the same full-time volunteer work at the same organization so i had gone to a different location than the one i usually go to kind of like my home base, if you will, and uh, we met through a mutual- uh, well, I had just met Sebastian, uh, but he was still technically like a mutual friend, and he invited me to come to his location with all of his friends to complete our hours, so I decided to tag along, and obviously I don't regret that, but I did make a lot of new friends over there, and it was really, really nice. Right off the bat, I noticed Danny was a super gregarious, outgoing, funny guy. He kind of attracted people because of how good he was at talking to people. He's a very good conversationalist. So me being me and me liking to socialize, I did find that a very attractive quality of his. But I wasn't necessarily... Super, super, super attracted to Danny at first just because I was so new to this group That I really didn't know anybody and honestly, I have heard of Danny before I'd seen him before in different settings and I always knew he was a good person. I always knew he was very, very um, well-educated well-educated in the sense that he was well-mannered And he had his good sets of morals and values that you can just kind of tell by passing by a person. You you can kind of um, gather that. At least I did. And yeah, so I always viewed Danny as a little bit better than me, even from the beginning, because I felt like he he was well-established where he was. Like, Danny was set, you know? So... That didn't necessarily intimidate me from the beginning, but I knew, or at least I thought I knew, that I would never date him just because I felt like he was out of my league. Like, I was barely 18, I had just started this volunteer work, I hadn't really accomplished any of my goals per se as a single person that I wanted to get done, I mean one of them being financially stable um so and he had already done all of those things he was i believe 25 when we met oh my goodness yeah (gasps) wait no yeah he was like he was 25 no he was 24 and then he turned 25 like two a month later after we met so Hmm. and i was 18 and yeah I, i i knew i knew we were gonna be friends pretty good friends but anyways i'm making this a lot longer than it really should be and the second time i went actually spoke to him because the first time i went i didn't talk to him because i really didn't know anybody i had to get familiar with the group before i wanted to talk to anybody and the second time i went i did talk to him and off the cuff you know danny and i got along and we got We had a lot of things in common. The thing we bonded over the most was when I found out that he listened to film scores and instrumental music because I love instrumental music. Now, I'm not saying that to be like, oh my goodness, I'm so quirky and I'm so different. No. Um, I'm pretty sure lots of people do. But in reality, lots of my friends didn't really listen to that. Uh, Nobody that I knew did, other than like older people or older generations. So. I didn't really talk about it that much because I felt like nobody related in that sense. And it was just like a little a little thing that I enjoyed on my in my free time. And I brought it up like, oh, he said, what kind of music are you into? And I said, well, for some reason that was like the first thing I went towards. Other than mentioning a couple of my favorite artists. And he was like, no way, me too. And I was like, this man listens to film scores and Hans Zimmer is my favorite composer along with Thomas Newman. And we got along, or yeah, we had that in common. And I found that really intriguing. I'm like, "Mm, this person is very interesting now. And then later on in that conversation, I found out this man could cook. Now I don't like cooking. And I had told my family from the beginning Of life probably (laughs) came out of the womb saying that I wasn't gonna cook in my marriage because I don't like it I just do not Uh, I know lots of people will find that interesting but yeah he's the one that cooks in the house now don't expect him to cook my meal three days three days per day I'm sorry three times per day and for seven days a week, like no, Danny usually makes uh, one meal and makes a lot of it and then that's- I have the leftovers the next couple of days, like that's kind of how it works and we don't really eat dinner as much, so yeah, but anyways yeah, so I was intrigued by that and I'm a big 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 word person Logostellus, I have a thing for words especially back then. Right now, I not, not as much, but, but his vocabulary, his diction, the words he used, the adjectives he used to describe things, they were pretty much on point for everything. So, I already found him intriguing, but this made me even more appeal to him as a person. I was more appeal to him. So... We exchanged, I believe it was Snapchats, honestly. That was the first way we communicated and then eventually we moved to phone numbers. But four months after our initial conversation, Danny and I actually, no, Danny told me that he was interested in me and I remember just kind of freaking out and my sister asked me, are are you okay? And I'm like, I I don't know (laughs) because, um... I was just in shock, I was in literal shock that THE Danny Obergon likes me, I could not believe it. <laughs> because like I had said, he, he was well established, I mean this man had everything, he can go for any girl, he can get any girl, but for some reason he liked me and I was flabbergasted, I was a little bit confused. Especially because I was so young, I was 18, I hadn't even been single for a full year, before, well, I take that back. I had been single up until we started dating. But what I mean, I was, after I graduated, the first thing I did was sign up for the volunteer work. And I had a couple of jobs here and there, but nothing too stable. So I was just afraid because to me, and I knew to Danny, it was so important to take this relationship seriously because for us dating dating means that you're ready to marry a person and if you're not necessarily ready that you're working up towards that so it was never anything recreational or passive to either of us and i knew once i committed that that was it in a way i was you know glued to this person because that's that's what my yes comes from my yes comes from agreeing to working up to marriage if we wanted to date and i didn't really know danny but i was attracted to so many qualities of his and him as a person and he's really handsome of course but um i did find him very handsome so but that's that's superficial nobody cares about that right now (laughs) i mean that does matter but um not as much as his qualities so i yeah we started dating um in January of 2017. Well, I say dating, but we didn't become official until March, but in those two months, I was just a bit confused. Um, my mind was all over the place. I wanted to be with Danny, but I didn't know if I was ready to make that huge commitment yet because I didn't feel ready to marry. But alas, here we are you know, married for almost three years now. It's January- upcoming January, it'll be three years. And it has been wonderful. But, I guess I'll talk more about us in our dating phase and how I knew he was the one. Um, I do have a list here of things that I wrote down. But, something that was really, really, really important to me was, um, patience and understanding and um, caring, a caring person, a caring personality, compassion. And he definitely demonstrated all of those qualities within the first month of quote unquote dating. I have never felt more appreciated in my life, in that sense, from another man like that. and. I knew right off the bat that this was it. The first time I remember venting to him about just things at home and how I was feeling, I remember him just listening and telling me or giving me advice of how to deal with my situation, but in such a well-worded way. I had already heard all of this before, but the way he said it, it was as if he had tailored his advice perfect for me it wasn't just you know get better or do this this and that maybe that'll distract you it was a lot more tailored towards me he catered towards me in that sense like he actually took time out and thought about what he was gonna say to me and thought about it in a way that would actually bring me some solace during my situation and i thought that was really really awesome of him i thought that was great and i mean, In that, I remember reading those messages and our messages that night, and I'm thinking, wow, like, me, I thought, whoever marries this man is going to be so, so blessed because he is a really good listener. So that's my first, first indication, my first sign. I was like, "Mm, this is leading towards a good direction, our relationship at least, and When we became official, he came to my house with his mom, and I was just terrified because our living situation in comparison to his, I had been to his house before this when we were friends and stuff, so I knew that his family wasn't necessarily rich, but under my terms and the way I grew up, our perspective of rich was pretty much middle class well-off, and that's what he was and so his house was always pristine, his mom always kept it super clean, very classy woman, so her- the- the way she decorated her house was also very elegant and classy as well, and that was intimidating to me because my house was the exact opposite of that. I grew up very poor, like, I didn't have a ceiling (laughs) poor, so when I knew when he came, it was March, so it was really cold. And I knew it was going to be cold. I knew that it was going to be dark and um, drafty. And it was just not going to be a good place for him. If you have ever watched the movie The Glass Castle, I heavily, heavily recommend you do first of all. But I also really resonated with the main characters or the family better said because our living conditions were pretty much the same. So. If you watched that, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, then you don't. To kind of give you an idea and an image of how we lived. And, um, but I'm going to talk about that in another episode. I think it's very interesting. Anyways, the point is, is that I was very intimidated by him. Not him. His way of living. And I didn't know how he was going to react to our house, the way it was, my parents... Uh, my siblings, anything. And come to find out when he came, he was very nervous because obviously talking to the parents of the person you want to date and end up marrying is not the most comfortable thing, especially if you've never really met these people before. But he did so well, he took it like a champ and I was like, wow, Danny, okay, okay. (laughs) And it went really well for what it's worth and yeah throughout the courtship there were just so many many things that he did. Another thing that um, really really attracted me to him and how I knew he was the one was his reaction to my house and my living conditions and everything. My biggest thing, my biggest qualm was being embarrassed about my house and always thinking okay if I start dating and I'm still living here like this person cannot be judgmental this person has to be relaxed like you know you always imagine a person that lives a certain way coming into a different type of home and they're just kind of not feeling comfortable because they're not used to living in those conditions so they don't know how that works I lived in the ghetto like it wasn't the best and he he accommodated so well from the beginning and i thought that was amazing he (laughs) he was like oh okay this is how you live cool me too he chilled with my family he chilled with my siblings obviously he chilled with me um and it was totally fine it was totally fine and i never once felt judged or belittled and he never made my family feel like that either especially my parents so i've always been attracted to that to that quality of his so those were two things the way he listened to me and how he accommodated to my living conditions and to my family which our families are extremely extremely different just in the way not only of living, obviously, but also in the way of thinking, of discipline, he grew up with different ideas than we did, and yeah, so those were a couple of things that I noticed right off the bat. I did want to mention one situation specifically that made me feel even more attracted to him as an overall person, and another indication that he was... The perfect person for me, and um, you know, you're a teenager, right? Let's just go back in time or stay in the time frame you're in, it's just depending. You have different ideas than your parents, you may not get super along with them, and that's okay, it's normal, it's not completely weird or um, off putting. But I, my mom. Well, let me just say this, my, both of my parents when we were dating were not the most mentally stable because they both do suffer from mental illness and various types but also me dating was a huge it's like a huge trigger i don't know if, it, if i want to call it that but i'm their baby girl and i was the first one to start dating and i was super young too and they knew dating us is so important that it equates, not equates marriage, but we're moving towards marriage. So it was a pretty big deal in my house for me to date. Part of the reason why I kept it a secret in the first place, because I didn't want it to be a big deal, but that's irrelevant. And uh, my mom, well, it was me, Danny, Chris, and Layla, I believe, we were all chilling in the living room talking and my mom comes in and just starts yelling at me. I don't really remember why but she just starts freaking out and yelling at me and I got mad because she's yelling at me in front of my boyfriend which I don't like. Nobody likes to be yelled at in front of guests especially your significant other and being treated like a little kid so I believe I just responded back, or I gave her attitude, I don't remember what it was, and we didn't full on argue because I was really trying to keep my cool, but she was full on yelling at me and I didn't understand why. And somehow, I left the house because I was so heated, because the living room obviously opens the way to the- or is connected to the front door, so I just left the house. And I remember my mom followed me and Danny did too. And in that heat of the moment, where most people would honestly, most guests would shy away from doing anything, would look awkwardly at the other people watching and be like, I don't know what to do, Danny just grabbed my mom, hugged her tight, and told her, It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. And I'm like, This man, <laughs> what? And that calmed her down. It really did. It it soothed her. So the way he reacted to... um, How would I say an Unprovoked, maybe anxiety attack it was? I'm not even sure what that was. But a very very (laughs) mentally unstable person. And the way he reacted to that. And one of the outbursts was very very appealing to me because I'm like if he can handle that then he can handle anything so that was another huge thing that it was so important to me because my parents were kind of like that they have these little outbursts almost like anybody else but you know this is provoked by different things chemical imbalances so I thought it was very almost heroic in a way that he would do that because nobody else would so that was just another thing that really really attracted me to him and there's a, a whole list of other things that I could go on and on for hours because Danny's intelligence, his creativity, his love... Danny is the most loving person I've ever met I could talk about that for days. I mean, his entire being is love. He is a physical manifestation in human form of love. Every fiber in his being has been washed over with love. He's extremely loving, extremely caring. And there are things about Danny that don't necessarily equate him to that of the typical man. You know. Watches sports. Um, I guess I could say the typical archetype of a man. Like, watches sports and um, builds things around the house and is a handyman and, you know, does all that kind of stuff. Brings home chocolates and flowers to his wife. And even though Danny doesn't necessarily do those things, what he does do speaks. Volumes, whether it's waking up super early, super early, and spending hours in the kitchen just to make me my favorite breakfast meal, or allowing me to drive the better car because he knows that I'll be safer and he doesn't mind be- driving around the beat up car, even though he loves the Civic. He loves rain. But he'd rather me drive her than him because, I mean, he'd rather me drive the Civic rather than drive the Prius because he wants me to be safe (laughs) I mean he lets my family live with us for crying out loud this man is amazing and he did that without hesitation either which I just find wonderful on his part I just the appreciation I have for Danny could never be put into words because he is so loving and wonderful so, yeah, Danny... Danny's really important to me, and he's wonderful, and he's... he was made for me. We're like two pieces of a puzzle that fit together perfectly. I have qualities that help me deal with his flaws, and he has qualities that help him deal with mine. It's perfect. And If I started my life over again, if I went back to the past, no matter how many times I did, I would always go running towards Danny again. Every single time. And it's funny because Danny was not my type. when we met. I was looking for all of his qualities, but in a different body, (laughs) different human. Because I wanted tall, I wanted... Uh, European I wanted someone that spoke yeah like Russian Romanian European that spoke many languages and I was just attracted to it Um, because I love languages and I wanted to fulfill my polyglot dream and all of this but Danny is none of that yet he's everything I need and I find him to be the most beautiful person on this planet so another big piece of advice is you may have a type you may be really picky, but if the the man or the woman that you are interested in has all the qualities you're looking for, girl, what, what? come on. Are we really going to be that shallow? Um and here's my advice to you. For those that are seeking a mate, for those that want advice on dating, for those that want advice on knowing whether or not this person is the person you're currently dating or wanting to date is right for you. I have a couple of very important pointers. One of them being is never selling yourself short. You are a whole human being. You have needs and wants as a person. And if your partner won't accommodate to those things or if your partner doesn't have the things or the qualities that you especially need of a person, then it's going to be very hard and difficult for you guys to be compatible because where you lack, the other person fills up and wherever they lack, you fill up. So it's not going to be always perfect. There are going to be certain things that you may have to do without because you love the person so much but the most important qualities that you really need and crave in a person don't compromise don't sell yourself short your feelings matter the way you react to things matter whether you've been emotionally traumatized in the past mentally verbally abused physically abused All of those things are going to, you're built up of all of your past traumas and your past um, strengths and weaknesses. You are a person that's strong and you've been through so much and you're responsible, you're good and you're wonderful. That's really what it is. You're a wonderful human person, human being, and you deserve to have someone that will cater cater to your needs your feelings always matter always, 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 always don't feel like you cannot be comfortable spilling your feelings with your significant other there are going to be certain situations where you won't feel comfortable talking about your feelings with anyone because that's the way you were raised at least that's how I felt I was never comfortable talking with my feelings because I never really had a super open relationship with anyone. I always felt like I had to keep things bottled up. And I would have many explosions, is what I call them little outbursts, and it came out in attitude, etc., whatever. And that's just the kind of person I was. But Danny worked with me and he allowed me to see that he does care. He cares more than anybody else in this world. And He wants to know how I feel. He wants to know what it is that is making me upset and emotionally unstable because he loves me. And your significant other should be able to do the same for you. There's going to be very, very few exceptions to that. Um, But I'm going to say for the majority, if not for all of the time, all the time, that your feelings should always be important to this other person. That is a definitive. That is for any situation. That your feelings will always matter. Maybe you won't be able to communicate your feelings in the beginning. Maybe you're too shy to because, like I said, of the way you were raised or the kind of person you are. But in the end, this other person, your significant other, should be seeking out to know how did this person feel? How do you feel in the situation? Or why do you feel like that? That is always going to be key. And if you are single right now and wanting to date, even if you are dating, it's going to be extremely hard if you're dating, but I want you to take some time out to yourself and think about the three most important qualities that you're going to need in a person. Whether that's patience, whether that's understanding, whether that's... um, being a positive person optimism whatever the case is whatever you feel like you need write it down and never compromise those things are so important and you need to stick to your list and i guarantee you're gonna find someone with those qualities they may not be your six two light skin that you've been dreaming of dating or marrying but that doesn't matter looks do not matter and whoever you end up marrying you're going to find them to be the most physically attractive person on this planet so in the end it really doesn't matter Um, I was actually asked a couple questions because I did open this up to my Instagram audience on Monday mornings with Mel which if you don't follow please do because that's where I engage with you and that's where um, I get to see what kind of things you want. I do polls and I do question boxes, so feel free to follow if you'd like. But I was asked, obviously, how did I know he was the one? Which I think I've covered pretty well. But also tips for an open and successful relationship, and that's pretty pretty simple. You know, just being true to yourself for one and then being honest and open with the other person you have to be super comfortable with that person you have to be comfortable to the point where you're willing to tell them anything that is so true of Danny and I I have told this man my deepest darkest feelings secrets everything he knows me through and through and it's gone to the point with with one glance Danny can much determine whether I'm having a good day or a bad day which I find pretty pretty convenient because sometimes I just don't want to say it but he's always there for me so in an open and a successful relationship you want to be able to like I said communicate freely with this other person feel valued by this other person and ways of doing so is by vocalizing what you would like if you feel like you are not being understood or you're not being valued, you should feel comfortable enough to at least vocalize that. And there should be actions taken towards making you feel like you are. And if there aren't any actions being taken, well, that sounds a little bit like a toxic relationship. Now, I'm not going to say that it is because I would need to know a lot more. And I need to know what the circumstances are. But I know in a relationship, you are each other's best friend. And best friends, the reason why they're your best friend is because you feel so, so important to them. Like you're on a pedestal in their heart. So that's how it was with Danny. And I know that's how it can be with you too. You just don't have to settle for less. You could do much better if if you're in a situation where you where the other person is just not taking is not caring for you. <laughs> um another question I got was a weird thing mannerism that Danny does that I find oddly attractive. I have to think about this one just because Danny it doesn't really do anything weird. I'm the weird one in the relationship, like, I'm very strange, and I, again, I don't say that to sound quirky or different, like, you don't realize how strange I can be, so, and the fact that he likes my strangeness is also another thing I really, really appreciate from a relationship, but a weird thing Danny does... Hmm. I guess I think Danny's a really good winker. I cannot think of anything weird he does, or but I can't think of like mannerisms that Danny does that I like, um, and I guess winking would be one of them. I'm not good at winking, which is why I say that, but he is, so I find that oddly ad- very attractive. <laughs> Um, I love certain physical things about him, like I love his hair, his hair is so beautiful, and his eyes, I love his little hooded eyes, I think they're so cute, but no, I cannot think of anything specific that Danny does that I find attractive. I think him driving is attractive, I love watching him drive because he's a really good driver. I am not, I'm a really bad driver, but he's a really good driver. But, and yes, dad, you are a pretty cool father-in-law. I will give you that. (laughs) Um, that was another thing I got. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I've made this episode a lot longer than I intended it to be. I always shoot for my podcast episodes to be around 30 minutes or less, but... I figured that this one deserved a little bit more time because we're talking about something really personal here, my marriage with Danny, my relationship with him, but then also, I want to give you sound advice when it comes to finding your mate and your partner in life because that's a huge decision, my friend, it really is, and it's worth, worth the 45 or 40 minutes that this is because... You need to realize your own worth as an individual. And again, for, for emphasis purposes, but also just to reiterate, you are worth so much. You are a human being composed of flaws, but mo- more importantly, composed of beautiful qualities that allow you to be the person that you are. Extremely unique. If you've been hurt in the past, please heal, and realize that the other person does not deserve to feel the effects of your past trauma. And in order to be open, you have to be comfortable with yourself and with your own being. If you're still healing from past relationships, please take the time to work on yourself before being with somebody else because if you can't even take care of yourself how can you take care of another person being in a relationship is so much more than just saying he's my boyfriend or girlfriend or he's my partner whatever if you want a serious relationship then you have to be serious and you have to realize the gravity of the relationship itself so I've made this way longer, like I said, I made this way longer than I intended it to be. I think that this is a good stopping point for now. I will make more episodes talking about my marriage, but more specific situations, but I did want to tell you how we met and different things I love about Danny. But again, if you want me to talk about something even more specific in our marriage, um, like what we've learned during our marriage, that will be another episode and yeah I love you I care for you I want to be there for you so again I really appreciate you stopping by this morning and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day I hope you have a wonderful and productive week and stay safe my love see you next Monday at 8 a.m.